Thank you. Now, um, this morning, God has been taking us on a series tied to sowing the right seed into the new year. The new year is still very fresh. Today is 10th of January. That means we are only 10 days into the new year. And what that suggests is that we are still in a very fresh year. So it's still not too late to, you know, to sow your seed. It is not too late. Now, one of the seed that the Lord has told us we need to sow is the seed of prayer. One of the seed the Lord has told us to sow is the seed of seeking his kingdom. And now we have also been looking at the fourth seed, the seed of diligence. Now, you might say, what does diligence have to do with sowing seed? Oh, yes, it has everything to do. Galatians 6, from 6 to 7 and 8, tells us, whatever a man sow, that he shall reap. So we are going to begin our Bible reading from Galatians this morning. Um, now, I will read Galatians, and then somebody should get ready to read um, the book of Nehemiah to see how much time we can, how much of it we can take. Nehemiah chapter 6 from verse 1. But first, let's look at Galatians. So we are looking at the seed of diligence. What does diligence simply mean? In simple terms, it means to work really hard on whatever your hand has found to do. In order for you to really uh, see the glory of God, this is your year of glory. Glory don't just happen. It comes through diligence. Um, you are a housewife, be diligent. A husband, be diligent. A child, you know, going to school, be diligent. Now, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6, verse, uh, verse 7, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man swear, that he shall also reap. For he that sweareth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Now, when you come to pray, this is what happened. But he that swear to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. So when you join us to pray, you are sowing into the Spirit and you are reaping life everlasting. Now, turn your Bible with me to the book of Nehemiah. If you are in Nehemiah chapter 6, read from verse 1. We'll see uh, how much we can take in a few seconds. Now, Geshem, the Arabian, and the rest of our enemies, how that I had do the war. You did the war. I abducted the war, and that there was no branch left near him. Though at that time I had not set up the door upon the gate, that Sambalat and Tobias sent into me, saying, Come, let us meet together in some one of the fillings in the plant of On. But they thought to do me mischief. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, we are looking at the example of a man who, again, was a very diligent man. Brethren, I want you to know, and um, after this, I will ask if you heard what I said. Irrespective of what you do in life, particularly good things, you will have opposition. 
You see, the father you have opposition, it's because you are doing a good thing. An arm robber does not attack a madman or somebody sleeping on the street. Why? There is nothing to dispossess from him or her. Why will an arm robber go to a well, a well like a, a big man house? It is because he knows that the good man has a lot of treasure with him. Now, so whatever we do in life, particularly good things, which is what we are supposed to do, you will have opposition. Now, I want you to unmute your device just to be sure that you heard, you know, what, uh, what I said. If you heard what I said, I want you to shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad that I saw people that here. Now, why am I asking you is because many people have not come to time with this reality. Now, to be diligent, what it means is that it means that you are focused. That which your hand finds to do, you do it with all thy mind. This is Nehemiah. Nehemiah, God assigned him, God called him to rebuild the broken wall. He was in the process, but right from day one, up to even this chapter six, and even after, he had an enemy, Shambalak, Geshem, and Tobiah. Now, these people, they gathered themselves together to hinder him from building the wall. Now, the opposition of Sambala, Tobiah, Geshem, they are not our focus. Our focus is Nehemiah himself. Nehemiah could have given an excuse. Oh, well, Pastor, don't you see that there are so many opposition? They are just fighting me here and there. That's why I decided to give up. No. Diligence demands that you be found faithful in that which God has committed into your hand. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. It says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all thy might, for there is no work in the grave where thou goest. to. So what does that tell us? Is that you don't have luxury of time to say, well, I'm going to be diligent tomorrow. Now is the time to be diligent. So whatever your hand finds to do right now, you are in school, you want to see glory in this year, you need to be diligent. I want somebody else to please read the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. If you are in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, quickly read for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse moreover, 2. Moreover, it is required the stewards that you now be found faithful. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man, a woman, be found faithful. So diligence means that be faithful in the little that has been committed into your hand. Be faithful. Maybe as a housewife, your husband gives you some money to for the upkeep of the house. Be faithful. 
As a man walking, be faithful in your place of work. You are praying, be faithful in your prayer life. You are giving, be faithful. Whatever thing that you are doing right now, be faithful. Be faithful. So diligence demands faithfulness. Diligence demands being faithful. Diligence people don't give excuses why something cannot be done. People that are diligent, they don't give excuse why something cannot be done. It is only lazy people that give reasons why something cannot be done. Brethren, in your area of life, in your spiritual life, you need to be diligent. In your life, in your in your in, in fasting and prayer, oh, you need to be diligent. In whatever business you are laying your hand upon to do right now, be diligent. To be diligent means to avoid distraction. You see, if somebody, our father and the Lord, Pastor TJ Kuno always uses this demonstration. He said, on your right, on your right, somebody is hitting drum. On your left, somebody is hitting drum. He said, once they hit the drum, you turn to where they are hitting the drum. They hit the drum here, you turn there. He said, you can't make progress that way, and that is exactly the truth. There will always be drum noise from different sides of the world. But don't use that as an excuse not to be focused on what God wants you to do in this year. So, brethren, I want to encourage you this morning by the Holy Ghost. As you go out in this week, one thing the Lord is asking from you, be diligent. Because we read on Saturday, and you can still read that in the book of Proverbs 29, uh, 22 29. It says, Sear thou a man. Sear thou a man. Proverbs 22 29. Sear thou a man diligent in his business. What is the business you need to be diligent on? Your dinner. It may be that place where you are working right now. You never know, maybe the CEO is watching you. Those of you that are in school or, you know, research students, you never know, maybe your 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 your, research, your, your supervisor or your professor is watching you. Those of you working, you never know if your manager is looking at the way you are doing the work. Don't do it anyhow. You are representing God in that faculty. You are representing God in your place of work. In your family, you are representing God. In your community, you are representing God. As you go to more, as you are driving, you are representing God. God demands diligence from us as his children. He says, Here thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before King. In this year, I know somebody will stand before King. King will come looking for somebody. I know God is talking about me, He's talking about you. But then he says that now he shall not stand before main men. Some people are standing before main men right now because of laziness, not because there's a devil chasing them. Brethren, why is the Lord bringing this to you this morning? Is that we have an example in a man called Nehemiah. Nehemiah, he made up his mind 
that the, 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 the wall, the broken wall, will be rebuilt. Yet, there were fierce opposition. If the enemy, you see, if the enemy fold their high, it means that there's nothing good coming out of you. But if, you see, as the battle rages, the Lord is always with you. So, brethren, as you go out in this week, what is the seed that God wants you and I to sow to see glory in this year? Is the seed of diligence. Be focused. Put your trust in the Lord, not on your skill, not on your wealth, not on your friends, not on your neighbor, not on your family, not on doctors, not even on your pastor. Put your trust in the almighty God alone. The people who put their trust in God, they, they were never put to shame. You will not be the first that will be put to shame. Never. Never. If you put your trust in God, he will not put you to shame. In the mighty name of Jesus. He will not put you to shame in the name of Jesus. He will not put your family to shame in the name of Jesus. So be diligent. You might say, well, uh, pastor, you don't know how much I'm earning. That's why you don't know how much you are paying me. Well, that's fine. Well, just be faithful where you are. Very soon, beginning from today, your own turnaround has started. In the mighty name of Jesus. As Christians, in this generation, many people are looking for diligent Christians. Be one of them. And that diligence, God will use it to showcase your destiny and to open unimaginable doors for you in this year. I want you to bow down your head even as you pray. I want you to pray this morning. Lord, I thank you for the work you have committed into my heart. Make that your prayer this morning. Thank him, thank him. Everybody has one work in their hand. Everybody has something in their hand right now. Everybody, you are nursing a baby. Oh, it's a work. In fact, the biggest work in, in all over the world is to nurse human beings. Now say, Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the work you have committed. You are working in a place. Oh, well, thank God. There are some people who don't even have a work to do. Give him praise. 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 Oh, you have something that you are laying your hand that is bringing food on your table with your family. Oh, would you not give God thanks for that? There are many who don't even have a house at all who are sleeping on the street. Give him praise. Say, Father, I thank you for the work you have committed into my hand. Father, I thank you. Your next prayer point is you are going to pray, Lord, as I go out today for the rest of my life in this year, help me to be diligent. Help me to be diligent in my studies. Help me to be diligent in my work. Help me to be diligent as a servant of God. Diligence is also required from me. I must be diligent in the work that God has committed into my hand. The Bible says, Paul was speaking to Timothy. He said, in season out of season, preach the word. In season out of season, preach the word. When it is convenient for us, we must preach the word. When it's not convenient for me, I must preach the word. That is part of the diligence. So everybody has their own word. You must be diligent. Say, Father, empower me to be diligent. You are in school. Lord, help me to be diligent to focus on my study. You are in B. You are having a business that you are doing. Lord, help me to be diligent as you go to your place of work today. Lord, Lord Jesus, help me to be diligent. Open your mouth this morning and pray. You are here this morning. You are not born again. You have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. 
or maybe you have family member that uh, you know that is connected right now and then you are listening you are hearing with your ear you can hear everything the lord is calling you today is a day of salvation don't harden the door the, the, the doors of your heart open it wide that jesus may come in you are here this morning you want to say jesus i want to surrender my life i want you to lay your hand upon your chest while the rest of you pray now now you ask the lord in what area of your life do you want to be diligent Go ahead and talk to him, the rest of you. The rest of you that are not born again, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. I acknowledge that I have sinned against you, and I know that I cannot help myself. You are God. I've sent you into this world to save my soul. Save my soul, Lord Jesus. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Lord, I thank you for saving my soul. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer of faith, simple prayer, I pray, Father, save their soul, forgive them their sins, write their name in the book of life in the mighty name of Jesus. As from today, the grace for diligence, you have said this is our year of glory. Nothing short of glory in their destiny, in their homes, in their marriage, greater glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Now the rest of us go ahead and pray. You have one more prayer to pray. Now go ahead and say, Father, this morning, this morning, remember me for good. Strengthen my hand as I go out. That is your last prayer. And you can add your own personal prayer. Lord, as I go out with my family this week, strengthen our hand. Like you strengthen the hand of Nehemiah. Our hands will not be feeble in the name of Jesus. The opposition around you will not make you back out. Their mission is to discourage you, to say you are giving up. You don't give up. You don't give up. You don't give up. God is coming through for you and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, strengthen my heart. Remember me and my household for good. The grace for diligence this morning release upon us. Thank you for the works you have committed into our hand. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You see, uh, while you stretch forth your hand and I pray as the Holy Spirit, uh, give me utterance. There is something that Jesus Christ told his disciple in Luke chapter 10. And I will tell you why we always do it, as God has instructed. You see, if somebody is sick, there's a lot of things that he or she cannot do. And so this morning, God again wanted me to pray for the sick. So are you sick in your body? Lay your hand upon your body. And then the rest of you, just stretch forth your hand. Father, I thank you this morning because you are prayer answering God. I thank you for your word you have brought unto us, showing us the example of Nehemiah. A man, despite the fierce opposition, in fact, his enemy were visible enemy, people that he knew. He knew them by name. Yet, he was diligent. He was focused on the work. This morning, I pray. Please, for myself, my brethren, and the ones that are not here and our families, help us to be diligent in all that you have committed into our hand in the name of Jesus. As your children go out in this way, please, Lord, strengthen the works of their hand. Your hands will not be feeble. The Lord bless the work of your hand. Now, in the name of Jesus, is there any one of you that is sick in your body? Maybe your spirit is down. Or maybe you are feeling overwhelmed. You are worried over an issue. You are disturbed in your heart. In the name of Jesus, 
that spirit of weariness, that spirit of affliction, that spirit of sickness, causing infirmity and illness in your body, I command them to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if the son therefore shall make you free, you are free indeed. I decree that your household is free from sickness. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Whatever thing you cannot do before, begin to do it now. Every strange symptom that may be developing in your body, this morning I command such symptoms to go and never to return again in the name of Jesus. I decree that you are healed from your health to your toe in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, ancient of days. In this way, it is your way of testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we amen.